Welcome to Read By, where today's finest authors read what matters to them, from their homes to yours. In this episode, Howard Norman reads diary entries penned by haiku master Masaoka Shiki. To learn more from Norman about his choice, check out the episode description. And now, Read By, Howard Norman. These are Shiki's series of diaries. They're verse diaries, and they're based on, um, you know, a point when he was particularly ill, and friends were bringing endless amounts of peonies. One is almost entirely hallucinatory. He's on um, Veranol and has this ongoing fever. It was a lifelong condition. Diary of my peonies. May 9th, with my temperature irregularly high recently, my days and nights make me feel I'm in hell. When my temperature spikes, I weep. When it falls, I weep differently. This morning, I think it was morning, Haritsu and Sokutso, disciples in poetry, came by for a visit, bringing a pot of peonies. On the florist tag was written, thin ice. I accommodated the irony here in my sick bed. That florist shop can afford their own flower arranger. I prefer the poorer shop just across the street. Haritsu and Sokutso brought large flowers, light vermilion in color. Their visit was brief. When they left, I found the strength to move the vase from one side of my bedside table to the other. Change where a vase of flowers sits, you change the world. At night, Kiyoshi, my best disciple, arrived. He brought Western-style food and a pot of peonies. When he saw the peonies from Haitsu and Tsukutsu, he said, oh, they went to the florist that has its own flower arranger. I've arranged my peonies myself, for better or worse. Laughter came from a distant place inside me. I took medicine twice during the day and twice in the evening. The hours seemed divvied out in vials, exhausted as if by peonies. In successive fever sweats, I fell asleep with great difficulty. Here in tissue paper is the parcel of flowers, the peonies. Brought here to me by disciples sad to see me in my emaciated condition, Still, the peonies sway gently. Yes, the gift is peonies to be tended in a vase as my nurse tends my illness. Moonlight, also brightly, a single flower of the peonies illuminates the sick room. Self-critical now, more than ever, bedridden, still there's peonies nearby. It sits beneath the framed calligraphy of Lord Masamu, the vase of peonies. Decked out in the rain hat and straw raincoat of a Bohemian poet, I see peonies in an old house. Tonight I heard my first wood thrush of the year. In the shadows, in the alcove, a vase of peonies. The wood thrush sings. 
Oh, I forgot to mention, during the day, my uncle visited me. Somehow he knew not to bring peonies. May 10th, after a cleansing medicinal this morning, I took a brief nap. I woke feeling slightly improved. Optimism and pessimism are a matter of degrees. At the drop of a hat, sorrow replaces ebullience. No matter how deeply one cleans one's ears, if the wood thrush isn't singing, you can't hear it. Suddenly I remembered a romantic glance from my youth. It turns out with this affliction of mine, the month of May is untoward. Month of bad omens, as if each peony in the well-tended garden blossoms a bad omen. Today, I am full of peony complaint. Dear garden, I am too ill to write haiku. Allow me to say, I hope no visitors bring me peonies. You see, though too ill to write haiku, I still have some humor. To be honest, unbearable pain often makes me wonder what possesses me to wish to live. I don't know, but if a peony experiences unbearable pain, it seems it doesn't change color, whereas I grow paler. With pain comes paleness. I have a mirror, I know. Lying in my sick bed, I ask, shall I die? Shall I die? Of course, my life is as precarious as a drop of dew, I shall die. Now that I think of it, and I'm presently not in a fevered hallucination, now that I think of it, it might be worth some amusement to hold the most splendid celebration of a lifetime. On my departing life, this life, what I might try is to set a day on the calendar. I will mark this day in my best calligraphy. I will mark it as if writing a haiku on my own gravestone, make my intent known to this person and that, and enjoying all the guests, some whom I dislike, others whom I love. No, on second thought, only those I love. To come with flowers or fruit instead of the usual gift for the dead. Soon after everyone is assembled, each one could compose an elegiac haiku. What a treat it would be for me to taste all the fruit as I pleased. Say a single honest loving thing to each guest and then take my leave and with good grace swallow the compound and float off into the endless sleep. Sure, why not in front of my peony flowers still nibbling an apple. There's a kind of added silence around my sick bed and the petals drop from the peonies. Two petals fall and the shape of the peony is wholly changed. Hayoti visited this morning. Samyong came in the afternoon and the painter Fusitsu in the evening. Fusitsu rearranged several vases of peonies. One expects a painter to do this. It is bossy and wonderful. What is important is Fusitsu looked pleased, which made me feel like a good host. I'll leave a sketch of fallen blossoms, he said. May 11th, in the morning, Katsuo and Tiekin visited me. Katsuo replaced 
a soiled pillowcase with a freshly laundered one. Is that a drawing by Fusitsu? Asked Taken. Blossoms have fallen on Basho's portrait. I forgot I set it on the table last night. It occurred to me that to set aside one large petal from the peonies, but some nieces and nephews got to them and they off they ran laughing. In their wake, the sketch by Fietsu fluttered off the table. Good thing that I have enough strength to pick up the drawing, even while thinking, shall today be the day? Tonight I took my temperature and discovered it is almost 104. In recent days, it has risen twice a day, but today only once. Look at that. In three days time, all the peony blossoms are ended. My record in verse. Oh, I must remember to leave the drawing by Fusetsu to Tiekin. Postscript. I had so many disciples who visited, it exhausted me. I think I was short-tempered, even rude to some of them. I may well have been and won't live long enough to provide apologies. Have you ever regretted something as it was occurring? I dreamed that my entire winter diary was smudged past recognition. But come now, can't we at least agree that being in a room so crowded with peonies might be stifling? Come now, be honest with me. Today, so wonderful to see so many umbrellas bobbing along above the fence. How possibly to guess which was held by an old woman or many of which was held by someone heartbroken only minutes ago. A procession of black umbrellas. Is it my funeral? No, I have just felt my pulse. It's not because of me, for my sake, the procession of black umbrellas seen just above the fence. When I finally depart this sick bed, my friends have promised that no one will replace me here. They will make the room a library full of books on botany. And this is another diary of my peonies, record of my peonies. September 4th, I'll begin with evening, fevered amnesia toward the morning and afternoon, except I do remember the aroma of my nurse's fish soup. I also vaguely recall laying on my stomach and laying on my back. Also, I remember at some point my nurse pouring water into a glass from a pitcher and how it seemed to take an hour's time. Otherwise, I just drifted. Evening then, I had a pill. I noticed my cat looking at me askance. Perhaps a better word is skeptical. Perhaps wondering if I even have the strength to set the bowl with fish head and broth on the floor. There have been many evenings I didn't. A loyal cat rubs against you both before and after you give them fish head broth, not just before. Cat on the sill, I take a nap, cat on the table. I decided to fade from this life, but then my cat balletically grooms herself and I'd like to see this again tomorrow. Cat paws at something in her sleep, dragonfly maybe, 
or a cricket. My cat always finds a comfortable position to repose in. I never can. Often I wake to find my sheets torqued as if they been writhed in pain. Nurse unfolds such sheets with pity, it seems. Ah, this life, she says, the ironing board always waits. Today, I increased nurse's wages. A pill, a vial, a vial, a pill. Early evening then, Kiyoshi arrived to discuss haiku. Lovely disciple Kiyoshi leaves brash opinions to the crows. Kiyoshi brought a pot of dark peonies. Kiyoshi arranged them in a vase. During our discussion, I sighed as if I was a dragon taking its last breath. Kiyoshi was taken aback. I've decided to leave this world, I said. I've noticed Kiyoshi has learned to remain nonplussed. But sir, you can't, Kiyoshi said. I'm going to bring another haiku tomorrow. Oh, very well then, I said, I'll consider waiting. But if I can't wait, promise me you'll look after my cat. I'll think it over, Kiyoshi said. I'll let you know in a year. In this way, our haiku evening was resolved. After Kiyoshi departed a full moon, bobbing just above the fence, a procession of black umbrellas moved slowly past. My eyelids grew heavy, hypnotized by umbrellas. Nine Two Y's Red By is produced and commissioned by New York's Nine Two Y Unterberg Poetry Center, a home for live readings and literature for over 80 years. To invite more authors into your home, subscribe to Nine Two Y's Red By wherever you download podcasts. If you're able, please visit 92y.org slash help now to donate to support Nine Two Y and our new digital programming. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Find more great recordings at 92y.org slash redbike.